Welcome everybody to Pillar to Post, Fifle's version of Around the Horn. We are back after taking like a month off, but we are here and we have a tremendous lineup, quite possibly one of the best lineups we've ever had on this show. An all-star lineup, action-packed. We have a great show. Everybody tune in right now. Pillar to Post first, first, first from Sour Graps, from every review show of, of WWE, fresh off of a five-hour NXT review last night. It is Kate. Kate is here. Hello, Kate. A pithy two hours last night. Thank you very much. Very happy to be back. Not at all suspicious of the fact that there's a Grab City triple threat awaiting for me. I'm definitely not questioning the booking of this. I was not told before I agreed to appear today. That was the case, but happy to be here nonetheless. And congratulations to you, Jeremy, the recently engaged. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, we're going to show that, the, you know, you can only do like 20 minutes. You're going to learn how to do 20 minutes of, of <laughs> podcasting here on this show, Kate, instead of five hours. <laughs> it is a Grapsody showdown. It is. And first, we have Phil Lindsay from Grapsody. You can check it out every Saturday at noon Eastern on Fightful. Phil, how you doing? I'm here, man. I'm not fresh off the boat like uh, Kate is you know, with, the, with the natty <laughs> stuff last night, but um, I'm in the building. What's going on, guys? Uh, good to have you, Phil. Phil making his Pillar to Post debut on the show. Another debut, fresh off of just tweeting and apparently setting his mentions on fire, and now he's going to strike first and ignore all the replies. It is Will Washington, and fresh off of a shout-out on Talk is Jericho, it's Will Washington. That is me. Thank you for having me, Mr. Lambert. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's my, the Canadian version of my name. It's hockey playoff season, so that makes sense. And returning the reigning, defending, only undisputed champion of Pillar to Post, Righteous Reg. Reg, how are you? Best in the world. It's your boy, Media Man, your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster. I have black fingernails, and I hate the WWE. Shout out to that guy in my DMs yesterday. We in the building, baby. It's Pillar to Post. I'm about to go again <laughs> in the fucking building. You Hello can't just one. leave that. that your what DMs. are you talking about? That's it. We're moving on. Yo, yo, yo. It's me, Ratchet. <laughs> oh, we're not Reds, moving Media on. Man. Wait, what? what is black... Black fingernails. What? There was a guy to- in my mentions yesterday or in my DM saying I need to stop. I need to shut up about WWE. I talk too much crap about WWE and something about me having black fingernails. And so that's it. We're here. Let's go, baby. <laughs> How do you even know you have black fingernails? I had black fingernails for one episode of Grapsity. So he looked at that episode and was like, this guy hates WWE. He's the worst. Stop talking about WWE. You're right, bro. WWE sucks. It's the worst <laughs> show I've ever seen. I hope we don't have to talk about it today, honestly, because I'm going to be oh, our first sorry. round. I, I, I'm going to let anybody that's watching in on a secret. And I, I don't know if Red feels the same way. But if I make a joke about something and I think it's hilarious and other people are upset about it i'm gonna get even more obnoxious i'm going yeah i'm, I'm gonna going get even worse in. what do you think <laughs> i'm gonna no. be like oh you're right dude no no you're wrong i'm right i'm the right one wwe sucks that show sucks they're the worst thank the, you Black the Fingernails. worst thing you could do is get upset if i am getting under your skin oh guys oh. i had someone dm me that my review last night was unwatchable and then specifically tell me things from an hour and a half into the review this is so People bad it's been two bad. hours i just can't stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this is he used the word unwatchable and then cited, cited specific references. People are nuts. You paint your fingernails black and you tell them, Reg. I can't I, I, I hope that becomes a trend. Just if you hate WWE, you have black fingernails, and then you can see people on the streets with black fingernails. You hate WWE as well. Yeah, bonded. Guys, it's Pillar to Post. It works like around the horn. I give out random scores. It's all made up and completely arbitrary based on how I'm feeling. Uh, you can guess how this one's going to go. I've already let everybody in on the secret there. But uh, we will talk about uh, different topics. A lot of WWE talk just to piss off Reg and still put him into the, the finals. Uh, we have three rounds. Three rounds, I think. First round is two major overarching topics. Second round is push or bury. Third round, take your pick this week. And then we have finals between two uh, two people. Eliminations occur after the second and the third round. Let's get into it. First round, I'm going to start with Reg because he loves it. He loves the WWE. He loves WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, God. I know you're excited for WrestleMania I'm Backlash, so Reg. Yes. Are you? Do you feel duped by WWE, Reg, that we were going to have a unification <laughs> match for the WWE Tag Team titles, and now it's just a six-man tag? Do you feel duped? Has WWE duped you, Reg? 
Jeremy, you want more of these people in my DMs today, dude. How are you going to set me up with the question, has WWE duped me? They're the king and queens and people of dupers. All they do is ever, ever do is dupe. Yes, they duped me. I was ready for this match, especially as the, the WWE tag division is god awful you got to get a way to to figure this thing out and the only way to figure it out i think that's actually the best unification out of all the unifications is the tag unification just because the division's so awful so you tell me you're going to give me the match and then you don't give me the match you just combine the matches i thought it was because roman reigns in injured but he's not he's been wrestling all the time so what the hell's going on here why you tell me you're going to give me a match and don't give me a match only thing i do like about this is it's not a fucking wrestlemania rematch that's pretty much it that's pretty much all i can say on it i think well brock's gone Who's going to wrestle? <laughs> Phil, do you feel duped? Oh, no. In order to feel duped, you have to have expectations for something. <laughs> um, I, I had no expectation for this match to happen or, you know, be, you know, this big, big epic event that they were making it out to be. So, no, I mean, it being the triple what triple threat and them, you know, holding off for another pay-per-view, fine. It only makes the pay-per-view feel insignificant, but who cares? It's rematches anyway. Will, you feel deuced by the WWE? I mean, I'm one of those people who is like, I've been advocating for about two years to just get rid of the brand split. So anything that gets anywhere closer to it, I'm like, yes. And then so for them to be like, all right, now it's time for the tag team titles. Yeah, I do kind of feel duped here. Um, but then also, I one of the things that I'm really big on is, uh, is, is the fandom and the idea that like because i was watching sean's mentions and all these people who are like oh it's a throwaway pay-per-view and it's like no there's they sold seven thousand tickets to this you can't throw that away like that's there is no such thing as a throwaway show at all when you've sold tickets to it and the fact it's a premium live event will it's not a pay-per-view all right please <laughs> please get that correct figure Kate, it out will <laughs> do you feel duped by the wwe as the the resident wwe uh defender Oh, okay. If I'm that, um, I don't feel duped because I didn't think this could get any worse and darn it. They're so creative. They found a way to make it even worse. I thought they had just made one show completely irrelevant, but now they've managed to make two shows completely irrelevant and they keep unifying titles. So things feel less and less important. I don't feel duped. I think they're setting new levels of stupid. And that is something that we've never seen before. People are always saying, like, show me something I haven't seen before in wrestling. We have not seen anything this stupid in a really long time. So I think in an opportunity where you could have made it all of the titles on the line, why do that when you can make it none of the titles on the line? <laughs> and then WrestleMania Backlash Backlash, you can do it there. You can unify them all there. It'll be great at WrestleMania Backlash Backlash. That's the, that's the Raw after wrestlemania backlash backlash so it's gonna be some backlash and you're gonna get backlash kate don't worry about it he's gonna no. give you the backlash we're, we're, we're gonna get nakamura out of there we're gonna put drew back in here for some reason what uh, happened to nakamura <laughs> <laughs> nakamura came out and said hey roman and then they just like beat him up and we never seen him again it was like perfect. nah man nakamura got that uh that dave Chappelle beating it got thrown up out of you man. <laughs> they turned his arm like that and sent him out sent him on his way <laughs> has he been on television since losing or since he's, i guess beat, he was beat out there as one of the lumberjacks oh my oh, goodness that's because he, he's been working house shows so it's not like anything has changed or gone wrong they just decided nah we're not doing that at all <laughs> They're There's saving no... it. Let it play out. Let it play saving out. Saving it. Oh my okay. goodness. They're saving it. You can't just give away right. Roman and Nakamura for no reason. Saving it for Let it time. play what, out. Is there ever a reason? <laughs> that... Hey, please, I know a reason. Please. A premium live event is oh, a reason. It's a PLE, guys. Get on now board and get here. left behind, all right? <laughs> Good morning, Will Washington. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're talking anytime we're talking WWE on this show going forward. I will use only WWE terminology. I am. It is premium live events. It is the WWE universe. They are titles. Uh, they when they get hurt, they go to medical facilities. Local oh, medical facilities. Local yes. medical facilities. Local medical facilities. Undisclosed ones. Will, you are such a superstar. I'm so proud of you for your Look at you guys. dark and oh, switch. God. My stomach hurts. I got to go. <laughs> How is it? Wait, I, I think, Kate, you said it's like the stupidest thing they've done. They literally have a 24-7 title that is defended for like an hour a, a week. 
Okay, so <laughs> this whole company is stupid. Is going to hate on WWE as the resident defender. I just want to point out that you have now mentioned two angles that are groundbreakingly stupid and the greatest stupid we've ever seen. That wrestling wedding where they were like, "JK, we're all going to marry our own gender," and then it was a commitment ceremony. It was a commitment ceremony, not a wedding. No one's ever done that before. No one's done. I don't think anyone's done a commitment ceremony. They've only done weddings. What do fans want? They keep saying, "Do new things, push the boundaries, change things." A commitment ceremony on screen. Mm -hmm. They do that. I'm going to say we because I feel like I'm a part of the WWE universe. You are. Come on, man. You are. Like, you can't have it both ways. You want brand new stuff, and then we give you gold, like a six-man non-unification match and a commitment ceremony that somehow has to do with the 24-7 title, and you still complain, people like Reg. I'm in your DMs, Reg. Oh, that was you? My fingernails are getting blacker as we speak. definitely not my burner. (laughs) Got to make it a commitment ceremony, because if it's a wedding, someone might lose their job. So it's true. Oh, oh, that's a that's a great shot. That's a great shot, Phil. Them Chicago made fills. I'm telling you. I'm telling (laughs) you. Well, let's 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 go into that and get off of WWE. Let's go into one of the Chicago made fills. It was announced last week. CM Punk, Hangman Page, AEW, Double or Nothing. Very simple question, and I will throw it to Kate first as the the CM Punk fan, not the person who made CM Punk cry, mind you, but the biggest CM Punk fan. Should CM Punk dethrone Hangman Page? Yes. I think um, this is the perfect opportunity for CM Punk to turn heel. I think you can do incredible story, which is what everybody has been saying has been lacking from Hangman's reign going into this. And I think Kenny Omega coming back um, probably sooner rather than later at least could free Hangman up to get back involved in that picture if he wants to. Or you could have Kenny Omega coming back face and uh, in Hangman's corner for some sort of rematch. I think that it opens a lot of creative new opportunities. And I think a heel CM Punk putting over a bunch of face young talent and wiping the slate clean from heel to face or face to heel again is something that is going to be very valuable for the roster. I think it, it could use a good refresh in that way. Will, is Punk the man to dethrone Hangman? Yes, but I'm going to disagree with what Kate said there. I don't think a heel turn is necessary at all. I don't think they're going to go with it. I think that CM Punk is, at the moment, the top babyface that AEW has. I think with them having multiple shows coming up in Chicago, especially, I think this is the great opportunity to bring him in and have the championship simultaneously be the biggest thing in the company, which it hasn't been in a while. I think um, Hangman Adam Page is actually having a solid reign as champion. Um, in terms of the types of defenses he's having and how I think they've all been kind of barn burners. Um, but I do think that uh, this is really a first for AEW. They haven't had a babyface, babyface scenario out on pay-per-view yet in the main event for the title. Because Moxley and uh, Kenny was one, I suppose. But uh, for the title, they have not had a babyface, babyface scenario. It's going to be the hottest match they can put on. I think that in doing that, um, giving people kind of the, the satisfactory title change is the way to go. And then honestly, I think there's more opportunities for CM Punk to face other heels in the company than there is for him to turn heel personally. So, um, I don't know, man. Part of me feels like get the cat excited, man, and have Punk come into United Center as champion. Um, I feel like if you want him to main event that show, which makes a lot of sense, he should be champion. And if that's to set up a match with Okada, if that's a match match with, I don't know, lingering Jay White hanging around, it makes the most sense. Um, it's, it's tough to call because I feel like there is reason that Hangman could still be champion, but it's just the fact that Forbidden Door is the exact next month that I'm like, yeah, it's probably time to make Punk champion. I'm Reg. Uh, I'm going to say no because of a point that I heard very recently from nobody currently in this podcast. Uh, Hangman is going to complete the all-out triad of possibilities. He's defeated Adam Cole. He's defeated Brian Danielson. And then he will, at this pay-per-view, defeat CM Punk. I think a lot of people know it's, uh, it's CM Punk. He doesn't really need the championship. I think it would be a great thing to happen. But a championship is not really needed. I mean, uh, all the matches that could be set up from here, just like based off uh, pretty much off the M- MJF 
style of CM Punk thing is like it's like nostalgia. It's like I used to love CM Punk. I, I want to fight him. I want to do this. A championship doesn't really need to be there. I mean, if you want to have a couple of big moments with CM Punk as the champion, I get it. But I still think, you know, Hangman Page as a an original original Hangman Page hater turned Hangman Page lover. I think he's been doing so many great <laughs> things as the AEW world champion. And I think a victory over CM Punk just puts him even higher up. I mean, we're all pretty much leading to MJF becoming the AEW world champion. Who do you want to be the one that he did? thrones i think either one of these guys will be great there's a there's a great story to be told with mjf and adam page because they've both been around so long they both were two people that at the beginning beginning of AEW, people were like these are the guys so they can use that story to get there cm punk would also work but i think you know just telling a story with adam page and continuing his momentum could be great here with him defeating cm punk reg you wanted hangman to lose I said original hater, now lover, Jeremy. Things change, okay? It's been the greatest story arc to happen over the eight months that Grapsity's been on. Honestly. Where yeah. Reg has gone from the anti-hangman guy to hangman's my guy. Yeah, no, hangman can and go, bro. Like, well, he hasn't had one match yet, one world title match yet that didn't hit. As the WWE defender, it makes me very happy to hear that it's possible for Reg to be won over. Like, if you originally hate something and then can turn... He's not He's not going to be won over by WWE. Yeah, definitely it's not. not gonna so. Probably not. Yeah, he's got, the, he's got the black nails painted. You my don't nails come keep back getting blacker as, every time WWE is said. It's just soon enough, my hand's going to be like Venom or something. My whole hand's going to be black. <laughs> Mal- Malachi Black, but like up your arm. I think you're going to be in a purple light with Edge before you even know uh, it. Soon enough, soon enough. <laughs> Uh, any any mention of day. Edge just completely just another mute for for Kate. We're not talking about that guy. <laughs> oh, because he doesn't answer your open chat. That's right. He's a little bitch. He's one hundred percent a little. He went bitch. to go get backup. Jeremy. He's like, in. I need Damian I... Priest. I need Damian Priest to help me. Jeremy is after me, dude. I need backup. So he's gonna probably get more people. I don't need anybody. I'm just gonna come kick him in the head, end his career, and that's gonna Whoa, be that. I'm taking hey. shots at him in headlines and everything. He's still running Yo. scared. Just... It's wrestling. You're supposed to protect your partner in there. So no kick, no hit. Nah, we don't need Edge, man. We just. Don't... <laughs> I saw like Kate. <laughs> completely remove her from the show. <laughs> bad move, bad move. <laughs> oh, after You're the first round. Kick me off first. There we go. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. After the first round, we have Kate, who's probably in the, like the negatives now after all the mutes and removals. Reg has eight. Will has eight. Phil has seven. Uh, we don't have any sponsors, but guys, you can leave super chats. You can leave uh, humper chats. You can do all that stuff. We, if we won't read them during the show, but after the show, uh, after the, the main portion is wrapped up, we'll go through all of them, read them, support us, support fightful overbooked. So I can start paying people, uh, more money when it comes to this stuff. I would like to do that. I would also like to make more myself. I need to give Will some money because he's carrying this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> channel right now, honestly, um, <laughs> So, but I can't do that unless you guys send super chats. So do that, okay? Yell at everybody. That's the end of the first round. Those were the scores. Here we go. You can put round Kate two. back in the middle. Aww. Oh, you want Kate back in the middle? There, there we go. Nice switch. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I can do that too. Look. Oh, what? Whoa. what? Yeah, everybody just logged in. Oh my gosh. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Uh, push. You have a show full of fightful people, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know who logs in though, because like Jensen can log in, and like when we do our show, he just doesn't log in. He's like, "Hey, can you send me the stream you're on?" Like, you have access. Will is over here telling me, "Hey, can I get Humper Chat stuff?" Like, since it's like you have access to all this stuff, Will. I yeah, I it kicks me out for whatever reason every time. It it annoys the hell out of me. At least like once every two months, I'm logged in now, but every few months I get kicked out. Pusher Barry, we're going to go back to WWE because, Reg, you love it. And I think, I feel like, Reg, this is a, another person that you love. Cody Rhodes, one month into his WWE run, are you pushing or burying the booking of Cody Rhodes one month in, Reg? Bored as fuck. I could never be <laughs> more, I couldn't be more bored watching a man play a parody of himself. 
This is like the greatest definition of he's back and for nothing. This is uh, I know everything that Cody Rhodes wants, and I'm happy that he's paying tribute to Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Great tribute. But this is just God awful. Um, <laughs> it shows what WWE is. It's just a machine show. Insert talent in here say these words hit your mark stand on your x let your pyro go off walk down there say these words that are boring as fuck have these boring matches all these boring angles oh rollins wears a good suit who cares i don't care anymore he's dripped those suits are terrible this is all terrible two guys in just suits who cares look i'm i couldn't be more bored watching a guy walk through this thing we know where this is all leading to me not watching the show anymore fucking awful shit oh my god i i can't i can't this man is silky johnson over <laughs> i can't i cannot hate 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 i cannot thumbs down wish i had more hands so I give this four thumbs down dude what is going on here like you, you were doing so many innovative and great things and the other company and then you get over Was here and then know? it's just like i mean bet you know like he was trying at least like like when he did a promo the whole timeline was talking about it, it you know good or bad over yeah, here it's just like say, he's uh, back to mm. yeah i mean you know, <laughs> a lot of bad a lot of bad but over here it's just like he's another wwe superstar cool He's bringing Can't back the see? winged eagle belt. Oh, cool. Boy, no, oh, my not. God. Who cares, dude? Kate, you seem very perturbed by, by Reg's assessment of, of Cody Rhodes. Of course. As WWE is my lifeblood. I hate this gimmick so much. This is the greatest thing in the history of the world. When somebody comes back and gives an initial promo that's like, I'm going after my dad's legacy and I'm going to win the belt he never won. The next logical step is for that guy to be in a drawn out feud with someone who is nowhere near that belt and not even on the same show as that guy. I don't understand what Reg isn't getting about this. Where is the disconnect for Reg? I don't understand. You can't hotshot someone to the title. Isn't that what you what you AEW Galaxy people are complaining about when these new guys come in, Reg? Isn't that the case? You can't I see hot what's shot going him. on here. You give him a, you say, I'm coming after that title, and then you wait six months until no one cares, and then you do that. And while that's happening, your golden boy um, that you have on the rise, who should probably dethrone Roman, is getting touched by horny druids on NXT. So See, you just don't understand, I think, how it how it works. Will, you're going to push or bury Cody Rhodes' use in the first month. Okay, I will go the other direction. I'm going to push. I feel like Cody's run here uh, has actually been fairly solid. And I actually think that uh, where it took the turn this past Monday was exactly where it needed to go. That Cody has so far been kind of uh, just happy to be here, happy to be back, dude, in a suit. But I feel like what I like about Cody so far is he doesn't feel like anything else WWE has. He feels very um, authentically Cody still in a way where uh, everybody else does feel like manufactured. Um, and it was like we were, we've all kind of been waiting since he debuted back in WWE to see that moment where he does finally uh, snap. And he did uh, where things kind of get personal. Like with Seth Rollins, it's been like, hey, you know, we had a great match at WrestleMania and I respect you. And it's like, you know, th that's cool, but I want this to eventually go somewhere. And it did finally that finally Seth said the words that made Cody uh, want to take this personal. And now it's a personal feud and we're getting to see more passion and emotion from Cody. I think that him having the long-term goal of the WWE Championship is actually really appealing in a way where nobody else seems to have that goal at all. Nobody has a goal for the championship in the company, and uh, everybody's just happy to exist, and it is nice to see Cody Rhodes come in here and actually declare, I want the WWE Championship, I'm on a path for the WWE Championship, and uh, I want that, and my roadblock right now is Seth Rollins, who just keeps winning these matches even though I beat him. I like what Cody's been doing, and he feels like a breath of fresh air in a company that doesn't. Phil, push or bury? Um, I'm going to push because I feel like what Cody is doing is at least interesting. Um, I, I, this might be 
unpopular, but I feel like what he's doing right now is more interesting than what he was doing for the last few months with AEW because unpopular Phil. It was it was stop and start. It was like what was what was his goal towards the end of his time at AEW? Right now, he at least has a motivation to go for the title. Um, he's at least trying to make that title matter, which nobody even talks about because it's being handcuffed by that other guy on the other channel. Um, and the, I, I feel like the most thing that's stopping him right now is the fact that there's no title on Raw. If there was a title on Raw, I feel like what he would be doing would feel even better. Um, and Seth should have won at Royal Rumble. Let's just say <laughs> if, if, if Seth was champion right now, this all would make even more sense because he would be going for the title. Um, and I don't know. I feel like Seth is kind of in the same place where Cody is, where they're just kind of running in place because there's no title on their show. This this is kind of feels like what Cody did to himself in AEW. It didn't mean anything because <laughs> he booked himself to not be in the world title picture. He did that to himself. That's no, the reason that he no, had no, no direction Reggie, you, you because he it. did it to himself. No, no, Rich. He had to leave the place. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you gotta you gotta go away to see what you were missing oh, and come back. <laughs> don't you don't know what you got till it's gone? Me right here. Come on, Phil. man. You guys, you people are complaining about the uh, people. What is Whoa, what? <laughs> hold on a minute. Scrapsity. Y'all, y'all are out. You people really are out in. here complaining about. Oh, Cody's not doing anything. He's happy go lucky. Happy to be here. But yet you love CM Punk's return. Okay, that's all CM Punk did for months. Cody's only done it. At least he had a clear motivation to start. CM Punk was out here like an SNL host for the first three months of his AEW return until the C until the MJF feud. I don't Eddie know. Kingston. I think if Eddie Kingston came and beat the ever-loving dog crap out of Cody Rhodes, <laughs> some people would be a little We'd more. We love it. Oh, the Eddie Kingston feud. That was still months. That was November. August well, maybe is if when Cody he came takes back. a seven-year hiatus and comes back, it'll feel a little more authentic. <laughs> how you. how many years is 2016 to to 2022? Oh six no, years. no, come on, because he's not. It's, six-year like it's not like Cody Shit. like disappeared. And See, Punk didn't disappear. He was getting his no, ass kicked. No, hold, hold on, no, because Cody be backstage. No, because like. <laughs> <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, Cody, like, it, it'd be one thing if, like, he came back, like, smoking mirrors, right? But, like, he came back literally just doing the same character he was doing on the other show just here. And, like, that's the thing that people like about it. They like mm -hmm. that, like, this is what I've been saying on Grapsity, that an NXT call-up is the worst thing that could happen to you, right? You want to, to have full control over your character? Go to AEW. Because then at that point, you have full leverage, obviously. You'll get to keep your theme music. You'll get to keep your name. You'll get to keep your gimmick. Everything you could possibly want to keep about yourself, you have way more leverage with AEW than you do getting called up from NXT. Roderick Strong. Mm. <laughs> One million people don't watch the other show. Almost, you know, half the audience don't watch the other show. They didn't know what Cody was doing. These past six years, maybe completely but, new person. Will okay. <laughs> maybe I'm not mad I just, at it. I'll take that. Maybe I just feel like at least with Cody right now, I feel like he feels like a baby face. A lot of other baby faces on Raw are just kind of there. Like Bobby is a baby face, but he's only a baby face because almost turned on him. Like he doesn't mm -hmm. have any other real. Oh, they're not confident trip. in that either. Those fake reactions they keep putting in for oh, Bobby they're specifically, bad. they're yeah, so bad. Like uh, it's so bad. It's like they were like, here's this new cool entrance from Bobby Lashley, and then the piped-in uh, crowd noise comes in. It's like, how cool is this with you? <laughs> they just turn up the hair dryer to max when Right, Bobby yeah. Oh, bad. It's so bad for Ronda, too. Oh, my God. Jeez. It's so bad. I will honestly say, I feel like if Cody was on a two-hour show, for some reason this whole thing would feel more important. I think part of it is that, like, the importance yeah. of this being in the context of two and a half hours worth of like kind of meaningless nonsense makes this really kind of get dragged down. Like I sincerely, mm -hmm. I feel like this is the most fresh thing that they have going, but it's like when it feels like you're doing homework to get there, it doesn't feel like this is fun or important when it's not for the title. Right. And when they have like four going along with the three hour thing, when there's four different segments of this same feud it gets like okay well, i've seen this 12 times already you know what i mean it, it starts to get overbooked as some would say 
<laughs> that's why I like that they finally like did something different this past Monday. Now it has me feeling like, what's the next pay per view? Hell in a Cell, because uh, I don't uh, think it's done rehash. At, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's done at back. I I don't think this is done at Backlash, um, which it's got to be interesting for Cody in that in AEW. He didn't face the same person more than I think Malachi Black and Andrade are the two people that he faced like twice. Uh, but beyond he Sammy and, and, like thirteen and, times. And, oh yeah, ain't Sammy, and then QT Marshall as well. But like for the most part, his major feuds like MJF was one and done. Jericho was one. Will you were just like I don't think he faced, and then we rattled off five names that, that he faced. Like, <laughs> and Darby, he, he faced times. Darby more than one. Yeah. <laughs> well, still muted. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I could unmute <laughs> I I I myself on blogged in. My point here, though, was that he has now gone on this, like, it, it, it's so weird. All the things he would, like, criticize WWE about, he'd be like, oh, constantly, constant rematches, all this other shit. And yet, this is a guy who went back to the company that, uh, has him doing house show tour, or house show tours, working literally the same match over and over and over and over. I would bet you that this goes to Hell in a Cell inside Hell in a Cell, and if it does so, then that's three pay per views against the same person, and it just feels like I don't know, th- yeah, like yeah, I, I obviously he faced like five or six people uh, more than once, but I feel like it was over an amount of time and not just like in a back to back repeated program the way this has been. Yeah, because he saw the light at WWE. That's how you do things. Well, you or, know where Hell in a Cell is, right? Though it's in Chicago. It's, it's in Chicago. Oh are you giving you Phil the chance to see Seth shows? Rollins versus versus Cody Rhodes and Hell in a Cell in Chicago? I'll take Phil, it. What are you doing with these Chicago shows, and how do you guys keep getting hey, man, so many, dude? I, you know, I, well, I put the I put the call out. I'm tired of all this New York love. I'm tired of all this, you know, Southern love. I mean, Chicago is the mecca of pro wrestling, man. Okay, it they is. Don't but is it wrong going to be the Bulls th- and the Blackhawks? So oh, it's, it's that's fine. true. The Bulls are I, not there. They're at home. So I was going to say the Raw is going to be at the United Center. I feel like if there's one to hit, I feel like it's WWE's return to the United Center for the first time uh, nah, in nah. 27 <laughs> years. 20, oh no, 28 years. 28 why, years. Why are you trying to get me to go watch Raw? What were you The United mean. Center. That's a that's Yikes. a big deal. Like you were at you were at Punk's return at the United Center. You're gonna be though, at though they're though they're vastly different things. <laughs> why wouldn't you go to WWE's first United Center show? It's the largest arena in the United States. You're gonna of America, be at Lashley Phil. and Almost's pose off. They're gonna pose pose in the room. Come on, man. I thought I was supposed to be the WWE Homer gimmick. Are you kidding me? WWE coming back to the United Center with piped in crowd noise being a big deal. It doesn't matter the size of the arena you go to if you're controlling the crowd reactions. You're going to drown out the CM Punk chants, which is the best part of them going back to the United Center. Come on, man. Hell in a Cell, (laughs) Seth Rollins versus Cody. They're going to cut to me in the crowd doing a whole whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. It's three matches, man. Make it a trilogy. That's hilarious. Uh, next topic on Pusher Barry, Speedball Mike Bailey, Alex Shelley rematch this weekend at Impact Under Siege. I should remember the name of the show. Uh, they they wrestled that Impact Multiverse of Matches <laughs> solo show on that night. Are you pushing or burying Speedball and Shelley stealing the show once again at Impact Under Siege? Phil? Um, I'm going to push because Speedball is the man right now. He's killing it everywhere he goes. All right. Will? Uh, I'm going to push simply because, um, because these two deliver so well match wise. Um, but I feel like impacts amount of special shows are incredibly confusing and, uh, (laughs) and they've got like way too many, uh, in a short amount of time. Rebellion Rebellion was two weeks ago. Rebellion was two weeks ago. Rebellion was two weeks ago. (laughs) They need more. 
<laughs> what is impact for then? Like, I don't understand. Impact is paying your bills. <laughs> Not yet. Send the fucking check. Listen, we're going to me now, Jeremy. It's impact we're... wrestling. Come on. They Jeremy, got the heat. They are Jeremy going back to back, to back to back to back to back with the heat. Rebellion was a great show. So what do you do? You go back and do it again. Speedball Mike Bailey is the wrestler of the year, and he exists in the universe with Brian Danielson, regular Matt time ball has been on an incredible run i saw him in like six amazing matches wrestlemania weekend every company that he in he's in he tears it up show he's on he's the match of the night and that's been going for like two months straight and he's on like four shows a week this guy's incredible on in the ring alex shelley is a legendary figure uh tna impact he's been around for a long time um he's also been having a great incredible run recently with a lot of young up-and-coming independent wrestlers so it only makes sense that the two of these guys are getting together and having great matches this match is going to be amazing under siege is going to be amazing you guys should watch impact wrestling tomorrow night axs tv um it's just a great show you guys are just being big haters they should have a, a weekly show no honestly they should do more of these shows because the biggest issue that impact weekly has is that people don't want people don't care about the tape shows so the more live shows that they have more viewers you get I, that's another thing that's changed in Reg's arc over the last eight months is like I just want to pull up the clip of him talking about don't nobody watch that show talking about <laughs> that Impact. is another, now I'm like everybody watch Impact. Kind <laughs> of do weekly pay per views. That was, that was oh, how man. they were founded is weekly pay per views. Katie pushing, pushing or burying uh, Speedball and Shelly stealing the show. I'm pushing it because. As you guys know, being a part of the WWE universe, I love rematches. They're the greatest thing in the history of the <laughs> world. <laughs> Don't do that, Kate. <laughs> on a sincere note, on a sincere note, I'm very much looking forward to this. I think it will steal the show. And I think part of what's in Speedball's arsenal right now is his creative offense. And rematches are a lot more fun when you can show me something I didn't just see and the story is evolving in a really cool way. And I think both of them are capable of that, but I think Speedball's strength is how creative he is in his offense. I feel like Bowens is that way. Like there are people that just always manage to show me something completely different than I've seen. So um, I think it'll be the most sports entertaining match on the show. I think you're all forgetting that Josh Alexander and someone here at Ishii is on this show. That's going to fucking rule. Yes, yes, yes. Final topic on Pusher Barry. Bullet Club is back across many, many different promotions. Going back to Bullet Club for New Japan, you pushing or burying this idea, Phil? Um, which one? The, the actual Bullet Club in New Japan or this faux Bullet Club that they have on WWE at the moment? Ooh. I don't care about the WWE. We're not talking about that. No. I, I yes, we are. That. No. You, Kate can mention Only that if she would that like. Matters. Bullet Club being, you know, a, a power once again in New Japan after for a while there, they were on the back burner. Yeah, I mean, look, it got a little, it got a little dicey for a minute. You had Dick Togo coming out choking people with wire. You had the, <laughs> the evil stuff. You had uh, it was, it was getting a little dicey there. But I feel like this year they've gotten a lot better. I feel like kicking Tom out was very interesting. That that brought my attention back right away. And then now you've got Jay White back in in Japan challenging for the title again, and he made a lot of solid points. Um. If his point is, no, I need to remind you guys who I am, like, no, I headlined the show at Madison Square Garden. Um, I am the first Grand Slam champion. I've done everything. Um, pay attention to me now. And I've beat Okada before. I can beat him again. So, no, it makes sense. I also like that throughout the show, they did not do Bullet Club's history with everything they did. I mean, every single attack was related to another attack that was done throughout Bullet Club history. I thought it was a very clever way to bring them back. Well, Pusher Bearing Bullet Club reigning once again in Japan. I think that um, the Juice Robinson uh, induction into the group was definitely um, intriguing. And I think that uh, that probably sparked a lot of interest in a group that a lot of people have been kind of asking, why are we still doing this? It's 2022. Um, but look, I, I I know that Phil had his points about um, the WWE thing, but like Bullet Club is still everywhere. Like you can look across all promotions, and yeah, Bullet Club influence still exists across the world. Um, 
I, I've talked to people who don't even like know because uh, they their only like knowledge of Bullet Club was really like uh, stuff that they just kind of like absorbed from WWE, and they're like, "Oh, Bullet Club, that's Anderson Gallows and AJ Styles." But like the Elite, the only exists because of the Bullet Club, and like at this point, the Elite is still a a, a dominant force, right? They're the they, Impact, New Japan. WWE is even still trying to play a Bullet Club stuff. Bullet Club is still a force, right? But, like, I do think that um, I agree with what Phil said. Uh, there was some um, some revitalization the group needed, and I think kicking out the, the last two original members, and then uh, I think Jay White has been great as a leader. Um, I'm all for Bullet Club stuff right now. Reg? Yeah, I'm big, big push on this. Just I think the engagement that New Japan has gotten in the last since they did the reunion has been uh, something that they've needed. They've needed kind of a shot in the in the arm. It feels like because American fans want something to kind of grab onto, and I think Bullet Club is a great way for American fans to to kind of feel they have a thing a part of New Japan. They still need to relax on the banning and and all the stuff that they do with social media of people trying to show their videos but i think they are definitely recovering and this is a great way to get people who have kind of maybe soured on not just bullet club but new japan in general and not knowing what's going on there i think this is a great way to bring a lot of them back and just like will said bullet club's influence is legit all over not just those three companies he mentioned like almost every wrestling company has some kind of bullet club influence one wrestlers over here doing stuff they are all over the place they um are going to continue to capitalize on a pretty big brand that they have and kate i think it was really selfless of aj styles and finn ballard to rejuvenate the bullet club and the entire <laughs> i can't i can't i can't it's gross it feels so gross i can't even um come on you sound like somebody on twitter come on somebody on twitter <laughs> is saying the exact thing right now you i'm know gonna it. change my handle to like kate hart bullet club 4792 bunch you are a bot like you, you're, you're gotta, you gotta yeah. you gotta put a roman <laughs> abby up and then like change it to like uh kate wwe or something like that yeah wwe <laughs> for life um sincerely though i think juice robinson is a, a really great addition and uh to reg's point just to to capitalize on that too i was gonna say similar of like new japan has needed such a shot in the arm between the injuries that they've had between the visas being held up with everything with covid like i think it makes so much sense to go back to something that's tried and true and i know people are like tired of it kind of but like at the end of the day it's a stable that you can tell stories with that um span multiple promotions and has such a deep-seated meaning in themselves i think you're going to have a lot of people tuning into new japan for the first time at the forbidden door why not go back to the thing that is kind of like the hallmark of your identity over like god just decades at this point so um i i think it makes all of the sense in the world i'm willing to see where it goes i feel like from about the evil title ring to now it's just been in a really really rough place and i think um, maybe we're going to start to turn a quarter on that because there's just so many exciting possibilities with cross promotion with this pay-per-view. And I think that gives something really nice for Juice Robinson to do in, in the process too. You made good points, but you also lose points because you broke the bit. And as someone who appreciates commitment to the bit, I just <laughs> bit, can't bit, tolerate yeah. that. Yeah. You know, Jeremy loves the bits. Jeremy's all about the bits. Come I on, know. Right. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself, to be honest. At the end of Pusher Berry, the scores are Reg in the lead with 22, Phil in second with 19, Will with 18, and no surprise, Kate has been eliminated. Give me a five-point gap or a six-point gap. No, Jeez. No. Kate, you're still the best. You're still my favorite Twitter. That gift battle we had um, <laughs> on NXT a couple weeks ago was so ridiculous. And, it was uh, the only you. good part of nxt Honestly, <laughs> so. I mean, it is what it is look i'm not trying to say it I, i'm trying to be no I'm, I'm keeping up with the bit wwe sucks they're the worst they're awful thank you <laughs> kate do you have anything to plug i do actually have a few things to plug um every tuesday doing the sour grabs post show more sour by the week wednesdays at mark order pod where we talk all things all elite fridays aw rampage and smackdown post show back on fightful youtube but i'll also be returning to the Excite Commentary Desk this Saturday. Um, you can follow along on Twitch because it's wrestling. It's, of course, spelled with an X, not an E. You can look it up on there. And uh, if you follow me on my Twitter, at Miss Kate Fabe, all of what I just said will be in a nice little graphic. So it makes it easier. And Kate with a 
Oh, go ahead. Keep, keep that same energy, you know? Kate with a 44-minute uh, podcast. Her out. <laughs> Kate with a 44-minute podcast, the shortest podcast she's ever done on any platform <laughs> ever by about two hours. She's like, I have an hour and a half to spare. What am I supposed to do? I set aside all this time. <laughs> Guys, reminder, send your, send your super chats, send your humper chats. We'll read them at the end of the show. We're going to get into take your pick. First one. Choose one person from Malcolm Bivens slash Stokely Hathaway to manage in the entire wrestling world. You can go any company. You can go anywhere. One person that Stokely Hathaway you'd like to see him paired up with. Phil. Oh, right on the spot. Uh <laughs> Um, straight away, if you're going to move him to AEW, I think that it makes the most sense to put him with a tag team. And it's just something about him with Private Party that seems like it fits. I would love it. Um, that would be a great way to go back to the stuff that Leo was starting to do and get them out of that 360 deal that he's in with HFO, <laughs> AFO, or, and... You know, get these guys on the on the track to being tag champions. Well, uh, I am actually going to go with powerhouse. Um, in that, I think Hobbs. I think Hobbs is actually a great talker, and when he does get to talk on his own, it it, it goes well. But I think that almost the perfect contrast to who Hobbs is is somebody like Stokely who can um, kind of turn it around, provide a little bit of humor. And then on top of that, then you have Hobbs as force that would just come in and kick some ass. Like I absolutely believe that that is a, a powerhouse combination. <laughs> and Reg, I wrote an article on wrestle talk. Everybody saw it. Stokely Hathaway know, was put cheating. on this <laughs> earth. He was born birthed on this earth to be the manager of Jade Cargill. I know what everyone is saying. Everyone loves what Smart Mark's doing, but you don't even know what you are going to experience. If you know anything about Stokely, Stokely Hathaway, how he pushes, how he works, how he goes for his clients, he needs to be the manager of Jade Cargill. I don't care about anything else in the world. Him as the manager of Jade Cargill and the baddies is the only way to go. You know, you see him on Twitter. You know how he gets down. He's going to sell these women more than anyone ever in the world could. He was put on earth to manage Jade Cargill. It has to happen. has to. I don't care. has to. Take your pick. New Japan, AEW, Forbidden Door coming up. You only get one of these matches. Do you want Omega versus Bushi? Or Punk and Danielson against Tanahashi and Okada. You only get one. Will? Uh, I mean, I would go with um, Omega and Ibushi. uh, Mainly just because I need to free up uh, Tanahashi for other things. And so, in my mind, uh, so the best option for me is Omega and Ibushi. Reg? I would also go with the Mago and Ibushi because I think that tag match is incredible. But like I've been saying for a million years, Kenta has been wanting this CM Punk match so, so, so bad. More than any of the matches that are going to be booked. He's the one that's been on a weekly basis saying, I want to fight CM Punk for so long. So, yeah, I think that would happen. I don't think Kenny Omega is going to be there. But if there was an option to get Kenny Omega on the card, a match with Ibushi would be amazing anyway. So having that main event would be incredible. And Phil. I'm going to go with the tag match because it doesn't seem like the Omega match is possible because that man is going through what, like six injuries and he just wants to rest. Let this man rest. Um, <laughs> um, so the tag match seems more feasible. Um, and I mean, it seems like Tanahashi's got a match coming up, but I'll take this match regardless. That tag match is fire idea, though, Jeremy. I just it would is. like to say, out like, loud. honestly. Ooh. I mean, I feel like they got to do some stuff in the dynamite buildups, like, mm-hmm. uh, and you're gonna have these guys here for quite some time. I feel like there's some other stuff you can do to really sell people on the idea. Maybe anybody who's on the fence, do some dynamite matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think the tag match because I I kind of think Punk is winning at double or nothing, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they're gonna do champion versus champion. Just do a tag match between four guys who everybody likes. You can protect your champions and something right. like that. But we shall see. Um, last one. I have no idea if you guys are Star Wars fans. If not, this will be even better. But take your pick. It is May the 4th. 
favorite Star Wars movie. Red, you look scared, so I'll throw it to you first. Um, uh, uh, Jar Jar Banks Anonymous, the third Star Wars movie. I have no idea. I mean, uh, 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 Return of the Sith Lord, something. I don't know. Uh, what's today? I, I have no idea. Uh, Lando Carregian's uh, Expeditions is something. I don't Lando Carregian's Expeditions sounds like a Disney ride. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I've never seen it. <laughs> like, I feel like there's like a long recording of Billy D somewhere of him explaining like where do you go for refreshments after you get out of ride and everything. Like, <laughs> what is this? Phil, do you have a favorite Star Wars film? Ah, uh, favorite Star Wars movie. Um. I'm just gonna go out of recent ones. I think Rogue One is probably my favorite out of more recent ones. Rogue One is awesome. What do you mean? No, no, no. You stole my answer. That was what yeah. I was saying. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I looked at me like whole... I, I said yeah, something no, I, bad I, I, or something. I, know. I was like, man, I had the whole thing prepared where I was going to be like, here's a unique answer. Rogue yeah. One. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Rogue One. Out of all of the stuff they've done with the Disney Star Wars movies, that's my favorite one. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. Uh, and and Will, would you like to copy Phil's answer? <laughs> no, because, like I said, I, because I thought he, I thought somebody here was gonna go with the the stereotypical answer of saying Empire Strikes Back because that is the best Star Wars movie. But I figured somebody would say that, and then I'd be like, well, I'm gonna go out of the box and say Rogue One because Rogue One is is not in the main line, but it is uh, it's still an excellent Star Wars movie that focuses on um, some great side characters, and uh, I guess it's been what six years since the movie came out everybody fucking dies and so that's actually really... everybody <laughs> dies so, Come on, so man. it's, it's, it's cool not even in the star wars movie how was i not gonna <laughs> pick it uh but that said i do think that empire strikes back is the the quintessential star wars movie i think it, it was kind of the first of its kind when you think about movies that that didn't necessarily have a happy ending um and had you know the biggest plot twist in the the history of movies uh, that introduced us to no Luke, I'm your father, um, and and that's an iconic moment that people still talk about to this day. Um, you have Han Solo getting frozen in carbonite. Like there's so many things about, uh, and, and of course the the famous line right before that happens of I love you, I know. Like there's no bigger Star Wars movie than Empire Strikes Back. It is the perfect sequel. Um, and I think it is the perfect Star Wars movie. Uh, but I will say that that came out before I was born. So um, Rogue One is definitely the one I had the most fun watching in my lifetime. I like that Reg was not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I don't know what you, I don't know anything you guys just said right now. I, I, I I've told Will saying. off mic that I feel like there are several things that we go on tangents about and, and Reg would be sitting there like, why are we talking about this? What is this doing on our podcast? Get this the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, when we do the Grab City Power Rangers episode, it's going to be lit. Oh, I'm into like tremendous. the first season and Tommy and shit. It'll work out. I'll, I'll, I'll do some research. <laughs> After three rounds, we must bid Phil adieu. Reg has 27. Will has 26. Phil with 24. Phil, do you have anything to plug? Anything to say? 24, man. That's the number. That's Come the number on. of this month, man. 24. Um, uh, yeah, I just did an article on Bleacher Reports. Bleacher Report for uh, Bullet Club's impact on wrestling. Please go look that up. Um, do not tweet me about it. I don't care about your opinions. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. uh, no, but seriously, uh, uh, go check that out. Of course, then I have Grapsity on Saturdays with these two guys at noon Eastern. Go make sure to check that out. So appreciate you joining us. Appreciate Everyone go check out the work on Bleacher Report. Always watch Grapsody at 12 o'clock noon Eastern yeah. on Saturdays. We're here for the final showdown between best friends, I bitter enemies. I knew this was going to happen. I da, knew da, da, this da. was going to be the showdown. <laughs> I've been preparing for this. You guys don't know the topics, though, so no. I'm excited. First one, and I will, I will let you go first, Will, since Reg is the defending reigning champion. Who loses first, Roman Reigns or Jade Cargill? Ro <laughs> Roman Reigns technically loses first on the technicality that 
I think he loses the WWE Championship without losing the Universal title. Um, and uh, I think they'll they'll cheat him that way or through some money in the bank cash in. So on that technicality, I think Roman loses first. Um, but I think that's a toughie, man. <laughs> uh, but, but again, like I said, on that technicality. Um, but I don't know. I don't ever see Jade losing. Like, honestly, to me, I, I feel like, like I said this at the time, when, the, when Andrew Zarian, shout out Andrew, first put out the rumor that the TBS title was coming, I tweeted, that belt is for Jade Cargill. I don't think it exists for any other reason. I don't think Tony has anything else in mind other than this belt exists to give Jade an accessory to be able to come out and be undefeated and have something to put on the line in the process. So, I don't know. I guess the answer to me is Roman. Reg, who loses first, Roman or Jade? Loses what is the question? A match or just like, no. I think uh, Roman Reigns isn't going to lose a match until they finally get Dwayne Johnson to come and show up. But Dwayne Johnson's never going to show up. So, Roman Reigns is going to stay. I think Roman Reigns is going to beat Bruno San Martino's reign. of. They're, they're trying to put this guy out there i think jade cargill's shoulders will be pinned to the mat before roman reigns loses both of those titles um i think jade's on a trajectory to you know be great and live greatness but honestly in pro wrestling these uh undefeated streaks can only go so far and i think it's you know it's going to come to a time where she needs to lose a match and it's not going to hurt her at all it's actually going to help her i think losing it's going to be like one of those mma things a guy wins a bunch of matches then he loses and then he comes back stronger than ever i think exactly is what going to happen with jade cargill giving the points of reg because we're not doing technicalities will can't can't do a technicality. It's literally side. a technicality. Roman's <laughs> gonna lose the WWE no championship. Make a make a pick. Don't go technicality. No make technicalities. A That's why you gotta watch this show. You, the show. Your little bit of research. You got you know Jeremy has a couple <laughs> things. You gotta know what he likes. Uh, AEW reportedly a reality show. Some type of new show is coming to to TBS. Pitch me on an AEW reality show involving whoever you would like doing whatever they would like, Reg. <laughs> Woo! Okay, you threw me for a loop there. Um, <laughs> AEW reality show. I would think I would just kind of do what they do on Being the Elite. Um, I think a lot of what happened, a lot of what they kind of put over on Being the Elite translate to the show. And a lot of people I see online say, I don't watch Be Being the Elite. I don't even pay attention to that. I just watch what happens on Dynamite. And I think if they have like a bigger platform, put this show on TBS, it'll bring in a lot more fans. A guy like John Silver does like incredible things on Being the Elite. So I think he needs to be featured in the show because a lot of things that translate over to being the elite are going to translate to the fans if they just see it with their eyes. So I think pretty much just put being the elite on the show uh, as the, the reality show. You already got a built-in fan base. You already got a built-in uh, format of show. So there you go. Well, pitch me your AEW reality show. All right. Jade Cargill. I'm in. All right, you got my yeah. give him the, Does Jade Cargill exist? Give him, the give him the point, Jeremy. I fucked this one up. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Easy as that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm sold. I'm watching. I don't, know, I don't know what she's doing or what's happening, but I'm tuned in every Wednesday or whenever it's on. So there's that. The correct answer is obviously, but Will does get the point, but the correct answer is obviously Sammy and Ty, just their reality oh, show to rival no. Corey and Carmella. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, just another horny TV show for yeah, two couples to just it. be horny the whole time. They just do that on TV. They don't need a reality show right. for it. They're just doing it on TV. All right. Nice one, move, one. Will. Good move. <laughs> Great one, move. one. Last one here. We're going to move away from wrestling. NBA title favorite right now. Who do you have winning the championship? Will Washington. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, which I know I, uh, I obviously that's Reg's team um, for two reasons. One, I think that uh, they, in the series with the Grizzlies right now, they're in the driver's seat. They did take away one at home. Um, and I think when you look at what Poole's doing, when you look at what Curry's doing, when you look at what um, uh, what Thompson's doing, uh, it's 
they are just another worldly team when it comes to the NBA playoffs. Second reason is because I have a thing where when my team gets eliminated, I root for the team that beat them just so um, I can at least say that we lost to the eventual winner. So therefore, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the Nuggets being eliminated to me says Golden State has to go all the way. The Suns right. didn't do it last year, and I was pissed. Uh, but the Lakers did it the year before, so this is what we do. We lose to winners. Reg, who is your pick to win the NBA? Team? Milwaukee Bucks going back-to-back, bro. Giannis is unreal. I think he's going to continue to excel, and I think that as the playoffs get deeper, he's going to get hotter, and there's just going to be no way to stop him. The things that he's doing on the court is like, how do you – it's like – make a more giant LeBron James or something. And like, I think things that he went unbelievable. I was very nervous watching that Warriors game last night. I'm like, I, I don't know. Things are looking tough out here. And I don't know if uh, the Warriors are going to have enough for Giannis. Honestly, that's pretty much it. Milwaukee Bucks are going to back to back. Giannis is going to get another award. Big, tall guy. Great guy. <laughs> Phil is hanging out backstage. I'm going to bring him on. Phil, who are you picking to win the NBA title? Um, the Bucks. <laughs> Man, I guess it all depends because um, do we know when Book is going to be back for Phoenix? Book's back! Get out of here, Phil! He's there been back go. since last what round! You're doing here. Oh, come on. <laughs> He's been back. Suns are going to be tough, though. Suns are going yeah. to be very tough. Middleton's injury is, is, a, is a tough one. You both make compelling arguments. I am going to award this to Will Washington, who is dethroned what? Reg. Because no! I'm with I'm with him on, on the Warriors, even though they lost last night, and John Morant was incredible. But I honestly, I should get the points because I live in Oakland, <laughs> California, where the Warriors are. He used my answer, so I still win. <laughs> you. You, guys, you can come back and you, can, you guys can defend this title as a tag team championship. Yeah. Like the, the, the free bird rule. With the uh, with the pillar to post championship, Reg, would you like to say anything before I give a uh, yes? Will of course. Uh, honestly, there wouldn't be a better person to defeat me for this pillar to post title. Look <laughs> at him with the title. It's Righteous Reg, media man. I'm in the building. Listen to Blackpool Combat Club. Go to righteousreg.bankup.com. Download regular every Saturday. Check out the boys on Fightful, Grapsity. Check out some articles I just wrote on Russell Talk. I've been doing a lot of really fun stuff over there. So, yeah, it's me. I appreciate y'all. Great shit. Thank you, Reg. Will, it is all you. The, the floor Actually, is you yours. Know, hold on. You know what? Tag team title. Hold on. Give me a second. <clears throat> oh, my God. Look at all those belts, Will. Be gold. <laughs> Damn it. It is all you, Will. FaceTime to it is all you. Discuss whatever you want. Plug whatever you want. Say whatever you want. The floor is. First off, the champ is here, baby. Um, this is my favorite of my belts. Actually, I take that back. The universal title is, or no, universal. The uh, undisputed. Um, but hey, everybody, thank you for being here on this edition of Pillar Post. Um, it was exciting to be here. It was exciting to be a part of it. And I'm glad to have uh, dethroned uh, one of my favorite people in the world, Mr. Righteous Reg, uh, who I host with every Saturday uh, on Grab City. It's funny that the last three people got to make the same plug, but I am going to make this plug, ladies and gentlemen. Every Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, Grab City, youtube.com slash Fightful. Also, follow me if you're not following me already. Uh, you see my name down there. It's William RBR. Uh, and also, I host Day After Dynamite right here on Fightful Overbooked, um, which is youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. You know that because you're here. Uh, I host that every single Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. That is 1 p.m. Pacific. I talk all things Dynamite and the news that followed in the day after. This past week, I actually had on Righteous Reg. This week, I got my homegirl, Keeks, who just messaged me saying, hey, are we still on for tomorrow? And if you're watching this, yes. Um, if not, I'm going to respond to that shortly and say the same thing. Um, but check it out again. That is at youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked uh, day after Dynamite. I'll actually be hosting it tomorrow. Will is so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are, how are your mentions? I feel like you, you owe us how it your has mentions the, are. It has the 20 plus next to it right now. Oh, okay. Um, so it's bad out there. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> It's that number where, again, I just have to click and then keep cl clicking the uh, expand. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. 
Uh, we got some super chats and a big humper chat to read. Uh, Kate says rigged, not at all. Definitely did not did not rig this you know at what, all. What's going on here? You know you were coming in as the job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, JJ says loving the impact talk. It's the best. We got we're an impact channel now. All of it, a is yeah. it is what it is. Watch more impact. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paid at nine ninety ninety nine cent or four ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> JJ also says Kate here to lose just like Marvel's. Yep, just. Yep. Out here, just putting putting over the better talent. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Uh, and Mark Quill says, "Oh, the super chat money. Much respect. Appreciate you, Mark. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for a very active chat. The chat is always active on the show. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys always uh, chiming in and everything. And we got a big super chat from our guy Drew Nicholas, who says, "Here's money's for you. You deserve it." Grab soda gang and Kate are the perfect addition to the show. I wish there was a podcast of all you people every week. There is. We're always on all of this stuff. Grab some meat every every Saturday with the three of us. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And what people don't. What people don't see is on the Grab Study podcast is I'm behind the scenes like uh, yeah, three out like of four weeks. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just showing up because Will needs help with the, the Humper chats. And so I'm just like, hi, I'm here. He does. I don't he pop does. myself in. Yeah, I don't pop myself in like I do on Day After Dynamite. Uh, on Day After Dynamite. Yeah. You don't pop in on Day After Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bit. Just pop in for a second and say hi. Guys, I appreciate you guys uh, doing this. Uh, for, for me, for Pillar to Post, for Fightful Overbooked. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Yeah, everyone check out Grab City every Saturday, noon Eastern on Fightful, youtube.com slash Fightful. We'll be back with Pillar to Post maybe next week, maybe two weeks. Uh, I like doing this show. I want to try to keep doing it more, more, and more. Oh, Drew says I meant all you people at the same time. Schedules, Drew. Like, you know how difficult these shows are to book. Um, I, Reg, I so behind the scenes stuff. I messaged Reg yesterday. I was like, hey, can you do the show? And I forgot to specify the date mm-hmm. and Reg thought I was talking about like Monday, like in like two hours, got to do the show. I like, Will, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I meant like two days from now. Will move kindly move things around for me to, to do this. So schedules are tough. Everybody's busy. Yeah. We're all exhausted. You know? Yeah. I'm recording a podcast here in like 10 minutes. So yeah. So uh, I better let you go. Uh, you know, we're all busy people. We all got lives outside of this and we're all making, oh, only one of us making CM Punk cry. Guys, appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. We'll talk to y'all later on.